okay, everybody's got a fucking podcast. I mean, we have a podcast, so obviously anyone can do it. Wait, this is a podcast? Are you recording right now? Technical difficulties. No, you don't have to say anything. I'm going to edit it out. Technical difficulties. <laughs> okay. I put mayonnaise on a pickle. Yo, I know y'all ain't playing skee-ball. <laughs> I'm trying to go to bed. Do I see? I mean, my feet stink, right? Yeah. So, the Times Square Killer. Ugh. Guys, I want to open this up with one question. Okay. Should prostitution be legal? Yes. Absolutely. I agree. Well, that was less conversation. Alright, how about... <laughs> you how about I didn't expect us to agree, so... Well, because you're usually a cunt, so I was expecting, like, well, no, because... And then you're like, no. Yeah. Well, no, because then it's no more of a thrill for me. <laughs> yeah. Alright, look at it. It's like underage drinking is no longer fun when you turn 21. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, that's that's true. But also, like, no, it, it's... It is also... Let's go into reasons. Like, yeah. Uh, one, because... We might as well, because it's kind of been, like... It's like the world's oldest profession. You know? Yeah. Here? Okay, sorry, I thought I had a sneeze. Uh, no, I, I think that it could... If they do it the right way, like, went about it the right way, they could definitely, like make it like a business i mean and now granted it'd probably be monopolized by like the fucking mob or like well mobs you know, are an illegal thing right so corrupt i feel like bill gates would like corner or like fucking That's elon musk an interesting direction to go okay he would be like, well, like elon musk would like it'd be like tesla but tesla for hose you know something like that interesting yeah all right I mean, dude's worth, like, what, $26 billion? I so, don't think he wants to go into prostitution. Yeah. No, that's fine. All if right. it comes legal, it could be very good. If it's legal, it's a, it'd be a huge revenue generator. If it ever becomes legal, we need to be the first people to be on as, like, some C, like, no, like, CEO. I, like, it, like I'm, I'm not even joking. I'm not even joking. If they made that shit legal in Columbus and they opened up, like, a fucking brothel, like, I would absolutely invest in that shit. <laughs> I'd well, invest, sure. I'd invest by being market. He's like, I'd invest by being a Patreon. No, no, no. Patreon? Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> he makes up Patriot and Patron. Uh, Both. God. You're supporting local businesses here in America many, and you're giving them money. How many fucking shots have you had? Oh, I need another I need another one. I'm getting hungry too. Oh. No, uh, I, I, I just because there's there is countries that do it mm -hmm. and don't have their crime rates lower. I mean they, I didn't I didn't like research it heavily, but like I researched Amsterdam is compared to the U.S. and like yeah. and their crime rates like way lower. Way lower. And I feel like the whole incentivizing police to not that this was discussed in uh, the documentary, but it is a thing like where they emphasize well, incentivize. Okay. I know it's not an issue they talked about in the documentary, but when you incentivize police, you know there's towns where they incentivize police. You roll through there, you go in twenty six and twenty five. They want to pull you over. They want to give you a fucking ticket. I think it's horseshit. New Rome, Ohio. Uh, there you go. Even though yeah. they, even though they literally got, you know, they got dissolved into, as out of its being its own actual city because of that, because they were literally, like pulling people for twenty six and twenty five and ticketing them outrageous amounts. Got generate revenue somehow. Right, and that's horseshit. Like the taxes should take care of all of it. Our taxes go to fucking. I mean, you know, taxation stepped. I think we've Absolutely. said that before here. And yeah, but we should get. There's a great Dan Cummins bit that I don't remember all of and I'm not going to go into, but, you know, he's like, can I get a receipt for my taxes? 
Yeah. What did my money go to? That's fair. You know? Well, uh, the minimum wage for uh, Columbus police officers went from like 53000 to like fifty seven a year. And that's starting out. Hmm. Well, all I'm saying is that's why our policing so fucked up, I think, is all the police should really be doing is just monitoring. Is there any trouble? Yeah. Well, uh, you know, that's if the there's a problem, just you should like, be able to call them. Just like... That's the thing about quotas. That's, like, they're yeah, illegal, there they're illegal but they do them anyways because that's how they generate revenue. Incentivize like, is probably the wrong word earlier, but, yeah. Just having like, a quota Just like ridiculous. Just like yeah. the police departments that purchase the, what they refer to as the ghost cars. And the ones that are, that have the police like logo the department whatever logos on it but it's only it's only be able to see if lights reflected off of it yeah so it's a ghost car so it'll be an ob and it, they were real bad like i see them all the time and i don't really see them up here that much no they're they're more down in like but like southern states i see them i see them in texas a lot i see them in florida a lot it's basically a lot of times it'll be a black car whether it's the ford taurus or the explorer the chevy tahoe and, like, it looks like a regular one, but until you kind of get it at the right angle and you kind of see an outline of, like, sheriff on it, and it's, then as soon as... very, very And then as light. soon as a light shines on it, it reflects back as if it's, like, a, you know, a sign. It refl- but if you're just driving, you're, like... You wouldn't know. You wouldn't know. So that car could be sitting there doing a speed trap, and you wouldn't know until you pass it, and then it pull you over. That's just... That's entrapment, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like, no, like, no, like, what it, like, what if I was generally in danger, but I can't locate a police officer because they have this hidden-ass fucking car, even though they say... Well, you can still see it if you shine a light, not in fucking broad well, daylight. Yeah, so that's I did see something about that, uh, like on it's probably iFunny, and they talked about that because it's like other like police in, in other like, countries, in like Europe, like their cars are like bright, obnoxious like, they're like, colors. They're like white with like big yellow and red, like yellow, squares red, all over blue. Them and stuff. So they're they're supposed to be like incredibly visible, so that people can see them, yeah. especially if they need like their help. But like then here we have like cop cars that like hide behind like bushes or medians or guardrails whatever and it's like they also look like normal they want cars tickets, yeah. right and that's yeah. the thing but so like for them to be like but the, I think the reason that they do that is so they could be like hey this is how much we're doing throughout the year to get right. like more funding which is horseshit which the, the fact that everything just run, is about money, like, like the police isn't about safety here. It's just about it's, money. And it's like it's ridiculous. And, re, and regarding the whole like no idea of like ghost police cars, you know, I'm 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 all I'm fine with unmarked police cars when you're when it's being used in an in a in a uh, like a manner that's appropriate. So like you if you're doing if you're, discreet, if you're doing like a stakeout or sure. if you're doing an investigation on someone, absolutely, I have no problem with it. But like that vehicle should not be out doing patrols because right. if I have if I have a you know a, a cop car that tries to pull me over and it looks like a regular car but like it's unmarked, unmarked I'm not pulling over. No, you're absolutely not. I'm not. I will drive. I will do what they recommend, which is drive, call nine one one, tell them, hey, this is what's going on. I've got a car that's not marked with lights behind me trying to pull me over. I'm going to stop at the you know said gas station or whatever, you know. Send a marked unit out for me mm. because I'm not pulling over for this because I don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah, there's a lot of yeah. people like that impersonate officers. And yeah, because you, like you, you can, can buy lights. You can buy them lights on Amazon. Easy. Mm. Fifty bucks, you can get a set of lights. You can put on your car. Red and yeah. uh, red and blue, red blue, uh, fucking white, all them fucking combinations. So, but yeah. I think they should. Def- I I think it wouldn't be a bad idea though to like legalize. 
that. Right. Well, I was going to say was, <clears throat> you know, it kind of protects the the women. Because a lot of these times they get... Safer. Well, yeah, I mean, a lot of these times these women get robbed or, you know, kidnapped and shit. They can't... They can't report salt, that. Yeah, they can't go to it. Well, I was soliciting this guy for prostitution, <laughs> you know. Yeah, because you'll get in trouble then. Yeah. yeah, which is horseshit that someone can go in there and be like, well, you know, this guy robbed me. And like, well... I don't think police were you view... soliciting prostitution. Right. Well, I don't, I yeah. Don't now think you're a they... fucking. Tr- that's horseshit. Police don't view and the fact prostitutes, prostitutes as victims. Right. They which don't is horseshit that they can be victims. I and guess I, that's I, just what they most most of them probably. And do. I don't. I don't think it's as bad as it was now. I feel like there's maybe a little more leniency, but right. I still feel like. But in this era, yeah. there's obviously a pro- and obviously prostitution still isn't legal, and there's still a still ridiculous happens. amount of human trafficking. Yeah. And so yeah, it's a huge problem. Huge industry. Would uh, would you guys have sex in front of a crowd of people on a stage? No. How much am I getting paid? Oh, what's, yeah, what's, a set, what's 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 a set dollar question. amount would you do it for? Two hundred dollars. No. This is the topic I want to bring up. Well, I mean, not for this podcast, but that whole thing of like, would you suck a dick for a million dollars? Like all that whole thing. It's like okay, <clears throat> you know when. There's that whole there's that stupid guy conversation. Would you suck dick? Would you suck dick for a million dollars? And then, alright, so what if you perform the deed? Or no, 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 what if it's an appointment? Here, here's the question. An appointment. Okay, would you suck dick for a million dollars? Yeah, okay, meet me at this address at this time. Okay, right, you show up, and you're like, okay, well, let me see the money. Right, and the guy's laying all the money on the table. You agreed to do it for a million dollars. Alright, first of all, would you do it for a million dollars? A million dollars? I would gargle the balls, too. Alright, didn't need to know that. You're no. going no. No. 50 million? No. 100 million. There's just some things I will not do. 1 billion well. dollars, you're not doing. It. All right. All your debts paid. I don't think I can. All your debts paid in a garage full of Subarus. Ah, uh, that that sounds like a nightmare actually. <laughs> All right, the well, garage full of Subarus part. <laughs> I'm going to like I don't know, a million. See, that's my thing is like you know, I'd like to say, yeah, there's a certain dollar amount, but then, like, when someone comes up to me and they got money and yeah, they somebody got, really had the money right and there, they got right? that hard and then you're going like, well, you'd hesitate because you're like, damn, I was kind of just talking, kind of life changing money. Yeah, I mean, you have in your hand right now. I'm about to give you some life changing head, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> life changing for me, not for you. You're just gonna <laughs> give me money for some reason. All right. So anyway, the topic is. You show up to the appointment. God, this why was always dicks with us. Anyway, <laughs> you show up to the it appointment. It was you this time. <laughs> you show up to the appointment. <clears throat> Guy throws a little money on the table, and it's okay. So you said million dollars, right? Million dollars. Guy throws a little money on the table. Cause sums up to nine hundred ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars. Are you still doing it? They agreed upon He's like, amount. I'm a dollar short. The agreed upon amount was a million dollars. So you were walking away, knowing that basically a million dollars is on the table of tax-free money. He doesn't have. He does not have nine hundred ninety-nine thousand dollars worth of dick. He has a million dollars worth of dick. That dollar makes a difference. I get what he's saying. Because okay. a, deal a deal's a deal, and I, I get, right, right, right. I get so what you're saying. I'm just saying that's because, that's the interesting because, gray area to me. Because who's because who's to say like. You ha- he has that amount, he's short by a dollar, and then you do the deed, and he's like, oh, well, you have to pay me for my time, I have to come out here, so here, so I take half of this now. And now you've already done the deed, and he's like, well, now you get, it's 500000 so it's still better than nothing, and you're like, well, what the fuck? Right. You sign a contract. Here you go, like, 
signed this and said, right. I will suck your dick I for $1 million. I don't think we signed contracts for that sort of transaction, but... He would have been a court somewhere. I mean, what I'm saying, yeah, so I mean like, it'd, be, it'd make for an interesting episode of Judge Judy. I'll just say, like, so if something costs nine ninety nine, you say it's 10 bucks, right? Yeah. So I, I just wonder, like, that. Con- that's always been a fascinating, like, gray area to me of that whole concept of, like, so what's... The dollar amount, or, or like, I think buying and receiving are two different things. Though, like, right? Buy something, but like, you ever, online. you ever like, oh, like buy some cat, or somebody buys something cash from you, and they're like, ah, I'm a dollar short. Like, are you ever, like, are you the guy that's like, look, motherfucker, you're gonna give me that dollar, or like, you know, depending on the day, if you're in a hurry, you're just like, all right, okay, thirty nine instead of forty. In that specific scenario that you're mentioning, that dollar is the deal breaker. Yeah. But in a day-to-day thing, if somebody was like, "Hey, I'll buy your car off you for thirty-five hundred bucks," and they show up and they have thirty-four hundred, I'll take thirty-four hundred. Interesting. It's just the level. I guess it's like the level of intensity. Yeah. I will buy your car for thirty-four hundred pennies. Right. Thirty. <laughs> <laughs> You're not gonna car for that much. I'm just saying. Um, if you do, it doesn't run. <laughs> so is Martin. To get back to Times Square Killer. By the way, this this is the podcast about Times Square Killer, if you couldn't pick that up. Hey, that one time we were all in New York and had some fun on the Sex in the City. Yeah. Uh, is Martin Hodes a bad guy? Drawing a blank. You guys don't know who Martin Hodes is? He was in the I didn't pay attention to the names, honestly. I, I suck with names, you know this. That's why I always have the actor list pulled up on the computer whenever yeah. we're talking about movies. I'm like, ah, who's that character's name? Who, who, who are you talking the guy. Who the, did The Rock play as this time? The guy that he like made all the clubs down there and shit like that. Oh, he really pushed everything. So I wouldn't say he is a bad guy. I just think that. So he opened up the Monopoly. It was kind of like a Monopoly. Like, he knew it was, like, a growing industry for that specific, yeah. like, kind of entertainment. Yeah. So do I think he's a bad guy for it? No. Do I think he was focused on just the money and not about, like, people's, like, safety and stuff? Absolutely. Right. Which kind of makes him seem like a shitty person. Right. But then, like, any, like, major CEO of any corporation right. is a shitty person. But, is, yeah. Uh, like, there's, like, the for me, the definition of a shitty person is kind of not the same for everybody else, I guess. But, like, if he had done it the right way, or at least gave a shit, you know what I mean, about the people. Yeah. Because, like, yes, regardless of whether what people like to say, like, prostitution is, yes, illegal in the United States. But right. those people can still be victims yes. because they're people. Right. And people tend to stop looking at them as people because of what they do for money. Yeah, and it's like especially yeah, like especially right. like yeah, especially like police, and they're like they're like oh well they shouldn't be doing this. It's like okay, well it's easy for you to say because you wanted to sign up to be a cop so you can carry a badge and flaunt power to feed your ego mm-hmm. and have this godlike control over people and think that you can dictate everything. Absolute so yes, power corrupts absolutely. Exactly. So it's easy to say, oh well, they shouldn't have been doing this, but it's like you weren't them. You didn't grow up the way they did. Right. You didn't have to deal with the same problems. Yep. You were given a completely different path in life. Mm-hmm. Um, funny note: Woman Against Pornography was the original WAP. Yeah, I thought that was funnier than the reaction yeah, no, you guys gave. Was... Um, You're not wrong. Thought it was a thought it was a pretty good joke. He said I thought it was a pretty good joke. 
No, it was good. I was pretty proud of that one. It was good. Uh, you know. He said, "Don't don't be discouraged because we didn't." Yep. Okay. Guess I'll kill myself. Oh later. my god. All right. Uh, Richard Cunningham had the shaggy defense. And he just denied. He just, he's just like, nah, I want me. Yeah, so, <laughs> dude, wasn't that smart when it came to, like, his trials and stuff? Right. Well, I just, I love how he was just like, well, if I just keep saying it's not me, like, certainly this is going to go away. He's like, hypothetically. It's like, what would happen if I said it wasn't me? Yeah. He's like, hypothetically, if it was me, how much time could I be facing? Like, I'm not saying I did. That's. But if it was. And you know what the sad part is? That hypothetical shit really does stand up in court. <laughs> it really does. Uh, dude was uh, insane. And you know what's even more insane? I just I had this random note that I came across. He worked at the Blue Cross like Shield Association, mm-hmm. and he worked like as a computer operator or some yeah. shit like that. He worked in the same office as a fugitive serial killer named Rodney Alcala, who was linked to nine murders. Mm. And the true number is unknown. So what you're saying is... There was two fucking serial killers working in the same office at the same time. So what you're saying is if you know anyone who works at Blue Cross, Blue Shield, do not trust them. That's not what I'm saying, but if that's what you want to roll with, then I think that they could definitely take that and roll with it. I I just thought it was insane, like, the, 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 the odds of two serial killers working in the same office. Neither of them knew about each other. Well, we got two we got two in this room right now. Well. Hey, you're the one that watches all the documentaries, but you don't look at me. Doc, I no. There's no fucking circulars. I'm following your lead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason I'm watching uh, these is because you fucking told me to. Alright, so let profile them. You you watch all these uh movies, so you know I left all my notes. Which is now, MO so. His M.O.? What does M.O. stand for again? Modus operandi. Ooh-wee. Look at you learning. Uh, no, his uh, M.O. was torture, sexual assault, and dismemberment. And then he did the whole, like, setting the rooms on fire to, like, have the bodies noticed. Because otherwise he could have just left them. And it would have took longer for them to be discovered. But he, he wanted it. attention. He wanted it. It's an ego thing. Yeah. There you go. Look at you. Yeah. Expert profile now. Yeah, what I thought was interesting... Oh, by the way, I love that I know what... M.O. means now. Because, like, if you told me to tell you what that meant, like, before the raincoat killer when they said it, like, I couldn't have told you. Like, if I had to make a guess, it was like, oh, I guess there was this guy named Mo that had a certain way of killing people, and then they just named it after him. Like, I don't know. Which is Mo? What's his Mo? Like, well, we can't just call it a Mo. Like, let's call it M.O. It sounds cooler. It's M.O. Yeah, we just call it M.O. Make it seem like it stands for something. Right. Yeah. Well, some uh, people just say the, it's a... They say just method of operation but either one that mean move <laughs> <laughs> well method no, I, but yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. Be moo. which is moo which is moo they're like what's his what which is moo <laughs> i can see i can see the detectives now they're like what's his what <laughs> like they, they're like writing shit down they're like his what <laughs> yeah fucking good uh no what i was gonna say was so it comes out later, after everything's done and, and that girl was interviewing him in jail. Something about, he's like, well, I got like 80 more murders that no one ever found out about. And he's admitting to him. Do you think he actually murdered any more people? Or do you think that dude's just doing an ego trip I deal? think he's full of shit. Yeah. Because 
some of the serial killers will like take credit for crimes that they didn't commit, like murders they didn't commit, because of they because of ego, like the yeah the inflation of their ego, like the publicity. <laughs> Gotta be like, good at something. Or good at basketball. Yeah, I mean, like but I'm good at fucking murder. Because think about it, when you got like guys like Ted Bundy, he was like. For them, it was like 33 or some shit like that. Why did Ted Bundy murder? That dude had all the wires crossed. Usually that shit comes from They're, like, it's you know, you're an outcast up. in society. It's a fucked up All the life. women wanted to fuck him. And it was like, well, why? You're all handsome and shit and you want to kill people? Well, that's what yeah, I'm saying. Like, obviously that's a wires crossed situation yeah. where there wasn't like a development there. Like, that dude was just fucked There's, up from, yeah. the, from the jump. But you, like, a lot like this guy seemed like he was kind of outcast-ish, you know, there's probably some sort of development story to that. Yeah, I didn't read too much about his uh, upbringing, which I probably should have, but yeah, I don't I don't think so. I, I think that he's just trying to kind of go the route that, like, some of these other famous, like, serial killers and murderers and cult leaders and stuff do. Yeah. Because then you get all the, like, all the groupies, like, I don't know why, but, like, that's women that's so love crazy to me. Yeah. some of these people. Like, like uh, love the danger of them. Yeah, like the Renko killer. Yeah, like the fucking like the letters and stuff they get in jail. Fucking and, naked pictures. Yeah, the and, pictures yeah. and stuff they get sent to them. It's just like Charles Manson got married in jail. No, yeah. This shit's crazy to me. Like, yeah, exactly. He's a great example. He did. He went in jail, not married, and and he died married. Like, how's that work? Uh, by law, the. He was able no, to I no, I know how. <laughs> well, I was saying, unfortunately, well, can, by can, law, it was kind of like one of those well, one can, of those rhetorical questions. Can you tell <laughs> us the exact law, the number, and everything? Yeah, it's <laughs> stature. Uh, you know, fuck yourself. That's the. Yeah, but like in the description, like I would like want to hear. Know. I think it's unfortunate that that shit's allowed. <laughs> like I would have let his ass suffer. But like no. It's like they ain't no like uh, like cute women have gone to jail for like murdering their boyfriend. You're like, ah, I'm gonna send them a picture of my dick on a Polaroid. So here's the thing. I don't know because I we don't really have a lot of famous women serial killers like famous serial killers. Few. Well, they're not like they're media. not famous. You know, what's that girl's name that was in that movie? Was it called Monster or something like that? Which movie? Are you about? I don't what the one with the woman serial killer. Is there a month? Is there a bunch of them? <laughs> I don't know. Women kill serial every day, B. Women kill serial. <laughs> okay, so who Dominic Volpe remind you of? He was the guy that worked with him. At Blue Cross Blue Shield. Mm. To me, I felt like he was a cross between Peter Griffin and John Candy. <laughs> um, I really. Don't he just kind of had that way of talking, man. You know, I, I didn't. I, I honestly, I didn't pay too much attention dude, like that. But that dude was like a fucking cartoon character to me. <laughs> when he started talking about the leg shake, I thought. Uh, I thought it'd be funny, like, what if, what if this dude actually isn't, like, the killer? Uh, by the way, uh, so I thought it was interesting how early they kind of introduced Richard Cunningham to you. Because usually in a, takes, in a series like this, right, like, how, what episode do we know Richard Rodriguez, or, wait, Richard Rodriguez? No, what was Night Stalker's name? Oh, fuck. Um... Fuck, I can't remember his name, it doesn't matter. But... Like, how, how long was it until we knew the Night Stalker's name? It wasn't until, like, the end of the third episode. Yeah, it was definitely a... And they're, well, they were, like, all, like, what? A little over an hour? Mm-hmm. Something like that. Or just under. Yeah, not until the end of the third episode do you even hear his name. 
do you even have any like real inkling of who the guy is? And they revealed it in the first episode. I remember this guy, Richard Cunningham. And they talk yeah. like you're like, God so damn it! Was this directed by fucking Quentin Tarantino? <laughs> right. I yeah. just found out the ending before I found out anything else. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, just because you know, usually it's some kind of mystery, and I was, you know, since they revealed it so early, I I thought it was going to be kind of like a red herring, where just like, oh yeah, this other guy, he was kind of weird, but he didn't do anything. Um, and then pretty much at the end of the episode, you know, they say, I don't remember what they said, but they kind of confirmed it. Like, this guy's probably the guy. I don't know. It was kind of wild that they introduced his name so quick because usually they, uh, definitely seem to drag it out a little bit. I think that's maybe why this series was like a little bit shorter than the other ones because they already, like, you already knew who he was. You know what I mean? They didn't right. really have to build up that... Um, Still got three episodes out of it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I feel like for a while they just talked about <laughs> the prostitution and stuff. They and really the did. Just like, the way... It there was, was a they lot. They were focused on that, and I was like, huh. Like, I've seen mad titties. Yeah, I found it just... I mean, I guess they're just kind of trying to paint a picture for you. Yeah. Of titties. <laughs> of t- titties. Of titties, I guess. Of just what the vibe was like in that era. It would have been time to be alive. Um, I wouldn't have survived. Listen, I, you would have been floating around. I would have been like hitting on girls like, hey, heard you was looking for a stud. I got the STD. All I'm missing is you. Wow. Nope, that sounds like something he would have said. <laughs> yeah. I, I would have I I probably died. A very slow, painful death. Of what Probably AIDS. If <laughs> before it was officially announced. Yeah, because I mean, in that time period. He's just sick all the time. Just, no one knows what's oh, wrong yeah. with him. Just... Oh, yeah. Man, this guy looks like Easy E. Someone else is like, who the fuck is Easy E? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you had a time machine, you'd understand. You're like, wait, did we both time travel back here for this? <laughs> is it AIDS? We have AIDS? Yeah. Wait, we have AIDS? Who's, who's helping us? Yeah. Fuck. They said time travel was one way, and I came back here and got fucking AIDS. Fucking AIDS. That would suck. I I a lot of notes about just the people, I feel like, Yeah. in here. So, that one girl, I should have wrote down her name, but the girl that, um, the first head cut off woman that was in the fire. Dita. Dita. Her daughter. Mm. Biological daughter. Yeah. Because she was adopted. Right. I feel like the orphanage people should have done a little vetting on that scenario, right? Because they were calling her and saying, "Oh, we'd love for you to come by." And they kind of just find like, out about her mother. Ripped off the bandaid like yeah. really hard. <laughs> and for an orphanage to reach out to you and be like, "Why don't you come find out about your mother?" It was like maybe vet that story a little bit, or say like, "Do you want to know?" Because there's, you know, she was murdered. There's a lot of stuff going on here. To answer your question. Sorry, I just, I just. Which one? When you talked about, you were like, "Isn't there a show or something called Monster?" Yeah. The chick's name is Eileen Warnos. That's what. Yeah, it was a real big movie not too long ago. Yeah, yeah. She was killed like people in Florida. Probably. Yeah, that's who it was. All right. Well, cool. Okay. I was, just, I was trying yeah, to find yeah. you. I was trying to find the answer to your question, and I was waiting. Yeah, I got you. 
Yeah, I feel like I was kind of a little irresponsible on the orphanages part, yeah? I mean, uh, a little, um... I feel like they were very insensitive yeah. with or the maybe, delivery of that Maybe information. it went, like, way different, and she just didn't go into all the details of, like... I mean, how do you deliver that kind of news kindly, though? I don't think, I don't think Hallmark makes a card for that. Yeah, I... I Sorry your biological mom got mutilated by a serial killer. Here's a picture of a cute dog. And a $10 gift card <laughs> to Walgreens. $10 gift card to therapy. Yeah. $10 gift card to that... that is that play. online therapy better help? Or no, is that is that place that you watch people have sex on stage? Oh, the fucking shop that... <laughs> That'd be dirty. That'd be <laughs> mad fucked up. Here's a voucher. Here's a voucher. Just, uh... Your mom used to frequent here. She would like it if you want. Oh, yeah. So that dude's name is Michael Lawrence, the guy that was interviewed in the... Uh, in the dock. So, alright, would you would you ever go to a show where people were live having sex on stage? No. Yeah, I prefer my porn very impersonal. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I, don't, I, I, don't, I, I do not want up close and personal porn. Very, very impersonal porn. Yeah, no, that's that seems like a little bit too much. Yeah, a little bit. Did you? Everything I they did. I know you freak ass probably would. That hesitation no. says I'm, everything I need to know. That head tilt, <laughs> looking up to the ceiling, where you're like, "No, ah, yeah, no, not, I would, no, but no, I'm not no, gonna not, tell them." Not, I don't give a fuck. Um, <laughs> no, not not in that manner. That'd just be kind of like you're sitting in the stage, or you're sitting in fucking like a, basically a goddamn movie theater, but the movie's sex and it's real life, and it's like a Tyler Perry play or some shit like that. Medea has sex on the couch. I don't know. Jesus. <laughs> Medea's Tyler Perry. <laughs> Good morning. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, um, no, no, that'd no. Be, I'd, I'd, I'd watch. I'd watch someone have sex, but I wouldn't. Selective. Who? Oh. All right. It'd be like it'd be like a situational thing. Like ah. Oh, okay. So. I don't like where this is going. No, no, no. But, like, so, like, if you like favorite porn stars there, you buying a ticket to that show, watching the live porn star getting drilled? Back then, the entry fee was, like, what, 25 cents? <laughs> yeah, are you paying a quarter to watch her no, have sex? No. No? Okay. Because, like, at least in, like, you know, in, like, porn, you know, it's up close, you know, fucking sin watching like in the theater aspect like you're far away you gotta have fucking like binoculars and shit and you still can't fucking see the bumps on our areola dude that's hilarious to think of like you know like like the big theaters and the people have like the like the, operas yeah there. they have the, the binoculars on oh, like yeah. sticks yeah, they yeah, put yeah. up to their eyes and they look down <laughs> the stage can you imagine there's two people fucking on stage and there's people with the fucking binoculars like the and just, fucking binoculars in one hand, dick in the other. And then there's like opera music going on. Because you gotta put, if you're gonna put it in a theater like that, you gotta have, it's gotta be a big production. So there's just like, That's like a whole hilarious. orchestra playing. And people are like, mm. But the orchestra's and like super off because they're all trying to watch. people coming and crying. It's a whole thing. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. So that was my, yeah, yeah. yeah. Michael was, I will say this. Was a, shit was like mad cheap at that time. So it was also well, low on wage. Inflation. Well, yeah, but Richard Inflation Richard Cunningham penis. literally got a ticket. It says he got a ticket for something. I think it was probably like drunk driving or some shit. Didn't like have to like go to fucking prison or jail or lose his license or any of that shit. Literally had like a fifty dollar fine. I was like, 
That's insane. Like, you could pull out of your own fucking driveway with the headlight out and a cop would ticket you, like, $200. Well, I think that also goes back on to what we are talking about to be in the podcast. Okay, so I think part of the reason Richard Cottingham always had that stack of cash, I bet he never spent any of it. You know, it sounds like a lot of the time he just kind of uh, either killed these women or threatened them. Like, that, I don't remember that one girl's name that he lured in the car that was being interviewed there, but... I know um, you're talking about. Yeah, he, you know, basically raped her, didn't pay her. He robbed her and told her to go out of the car. Like, he probably just... That stack, it was probably the same stack of cash all the time. And he probably just had his standard stack of cash to always pull out and show girls. Like, probably hey. just to show them that he's good for the money, that he actually right. has said money. Right. Like, I, I bet I bet it was always the same stack. Like, he probably never spent it. Like, he didn't have all that money because he was making all that money. He probably just fucking had it. That's fair. Can we, talk, can we talk about how that man cheated the fucking time cards like it was nothing? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Man, I wish I could do that. And, like, and get away with it. And not get right. caught? Absolutely. He said he'd come in, clock in, wait 10 minutes, change the time on the computer, and clock out. Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude was. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm all about not snitching, but I feel like at a certain point, you're like, did, look, boss, dude, yeah. worked 10 minutes today. And it says he worked eight hours. Well, you're not working no eight hours. Why am I picking up his slack? Right. Oh, yeah. As long as I wasn't having to pick up his slack or getting paid less than he did, I wouldn't give a fuck. Yeah. yeah as a matter of fact, I might start doing the same thing, too. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. At some point, I'll probably just be like, hey, fuck it. I'll just go with you. Like, well, somebody's got to work. Fuck. Hey, man, I won't say anything if Fridays you put me in for a full day and I only come in for five minutes. Right. Yeah, pretty much. But these guys are so efficient that they get all the job done and I never see them. <laughs> I never see them. I literally <laughs> never see these guys. You guys are always busy. Love it. You're getting a raise. Right. Okay, so there was the one dude, Larry... Uh, fuck. I had the wrong name written down, and then I wrote over it, but I should have just, like, read it, wrote it somewhere else, because now I'm not sure. So it's either Ravone or Ravine. Larry... Larry R. Larry R. <laughs> he was a dude that said, like... I think he said he was a, a porn filmographer or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he was kind of a real skinny dude who was old. And, you know, one of the first things he says was he saw the Joe Camel dude where he's, like, blowing smoke. Oh, and I was yeah. like, he's got the right idea. Smoking's cool. Because he said, like, man, that was so cool. And he was a dude. There were, like, pictures of him, <clears throat> like, from that era. Like, yeah. old pictures of him. Yeah, I remember this. <laughs> and I feel like, like, I feel like everybody knows a dude like that that's just seen, like, all this random shit. You mentioned something to... Like, you know those guys that just have a fucking story for everything? Like those old dudes that are just like... Yeah, I mean, back, you know, 72, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, they were fucking everyone. Like, there's always... You just always... I feel like, at least in the industry I work in, like, I've just known so many of those, like, old dudes that... (laughs) They got all these weird stories. Yep. Everybody knows a guy like that. Like, it reminds me a lot of, like... Or, fuck, I don't think either of you guys really watch The Office, but... Uh, it reminds me a lot of like Creed Bratton from The Office where like dude's just weird he's old he's got all these fucking goofy stories and he's just and, like nothing ever phased him like he experienced all this shit and it just never phases him <laughs> and then there was a dude Alan Tannenbaum and he was the photographer guy and he was talking he's talking about going into Plato's retreat 
He's like, it was a crazy place. And, you know, naturally, you know, uh, going in there, I got some really good pictures. Because naturally, I was curious of what's going on in there. Like, acting like he definitely was wasn't part. Place, yeah, yeah. He's, like, he's like, I mean, I went in there and took pictures. I don't know anything about that shit. Right. Like, buddy, it's okay. Trying to, like, you're downplay young, it. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> you're a young guy in Times Square during that era where, like, sex was everywhere. Like, it's okay. You can say I went in there and had some fucking orgies. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's on, like a, It's like everybody that was in that fucking area was there for the same reason. <laughs> right. Like, would, you get, would you go to that area? Probably not. If you was alive in that time? Oh, if I was alive in that time? Absolutely. Right. Oh, yeah. um, attend an orgy? I'd probably have been like the ringleader of sex. You'd be like, everyone has sex with me. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, no. That's the goofy thing. I mean, not to like discriminate anybody's kinks or anything, but I've never understood the, oh, no, you I'm going to have sex while other people are having sex. And I want to know that people are having sex there and I'm having sex here. Like that, the whole orgy thing never, it doesn't never make sense to me. Made any sense to me. Like I'm like, yeah. my, fo- my focus is right here. And yeah, I want to, want to have sex in this area <laughs> and I would prefer nobody really knows it's happening. <laughs> right. It's mean, the excitement part. I mean, like, just like some people like doing it in public. This guy's been to orgies. Not been to an orgy. He's attended. <laughs> That's what he's saying. He's a spectator. He's got the binoculars, huh? <laughs> yeah, spectator. Through the window. <laughs> Through the window. <laughs> Making you flutter. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, you know, not, not, not to knock anyone's kink or anything like that, but, like, you know, some people just enjoy it for the excitement. It's like how some people would, like, want to have sex out in public or something. In the car, fucking in the park, fucking on the porch, on balcony baseball, of a hotel. On a baseball field. Hot tub in a hotel. Kind of gross. That one's kind of gross. But teach his own. There you go. Tyler made a face like he was like, what the fuck are you two like? Well, just, I I was just waiting. (laughs) I feel like everything, you just always have this like laundry list. So I was waiting for the (laughs) next, I was waiting for the next 10 items. I keep on going. I mean, you got fucking, you know, parents house, parent-in-law's house, family member's house, Tyler's house. That's fair. Trampoline. <laughs> His face. <laughs> Tyler was I, like, Best Buy. Well, I'm like, I'm pretty sure that has happened in my house, but I guess I don't know. Don't know this house? Yeah. No. Until <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you had sex in my mom's basement, is that what you're saying? No. For sure? Yeah, no, that thing, you had sex on my couch, didn't you? No. Man, you, you, you guys were there. I don't think so. You know what? You guys were there a lot of times when I when no one was there. Well, I also kind of lived there at one point. Well, yeah, yeah. Maybe. He's like, nah, I jerked off a lot, though. But I was always in your bed when I did it. <laughs> Just shoot inside your pillowcase all the time. <laughs> Just wonder why it smelled like pancake batter when I went to he's bed. Like, oh. He's like, no wonder my beard always grows so fast now. Yeah. <laughs> Fertilizing my face. Oh. <laughs> uh. All the little mills fertilizing your face. I don't think that's what the assertive sheeps had in mind. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. All right, anyways, moving on. Alan Tannenbaum, Lervine, Orphanage People. I think we're reaching the end of my uh, notes. Other than, I think, I feel like sketches are fucking highly ineffective, huh? The oh, police yeah. sketches? Well, yeah, because... Okay, so... 
I feel like it's like it is okay, kind of there's difficult. like at least forty seven dudes like on this block that, that look, look look like, like that. that yeah, you know? so it's like, like you could probably say right, like that that's like being like, oh, what did he look like? And you're she's she could have been like, oh, he was like five ten, brown hair, brown eyes, and he had a beard. And it's like okay, you've just described like seven hundred people in like a one mile radius. Yeah, like it's. It, it was. It, I feel like it was incredibly ineffective at that point. Is it is that Chappelle joke where he's like, he's like anywhere from, he was anything from five two to six nine. Oh yeah. Or no fuck. No, that's that Tom Segura joke. Yeah, about I, know, the I know. 48. Yeah, I know what joke you're talking about. He was like, he was anywhere from five two to six nine. And like, what do he look like? He had ears. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that's all you got? Yeah, that's all I got. Yeah, thanks. Isn't that the same dude that did like did the uh, the Dookie shoes thing? Yeah, that's the same bit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Tom Segura's great. No, oh the Chappelle Chappelle that was a skit where the dude's describing the guy to him, and he's and it's like here's what the cop heard, and he's like he was uh, black, <laughs> black, 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 blackity, black, 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 black. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's a good sketch. Lunch pressure. Yeah, those sketches, like, I feel like are highly ineffective. Yeah, well, I I will say this. In the 70s, I feel like it might have been a tad easier. Because I feel like everybody now, like, there's so many people now that have, like, the exact same style. You know what I mean? As far as, like, facial hair, everybody's got, like, beards and shit. Like, back then, beards weren't really, like, the thing, right? It was like mustaches in the seventies. Probably, definitely in Times Square, huh? Yeah, like I would if feel like it'd be mustaches, the, and then like like. Where do you uh, think they got the mustache? We should bring back just straight mustaches. Nope, not happening. Come on, go ahead, go on, just straight mustaches. I, just basically what I fucking have. You just gotta shave off your little chin hair. Just whoop. I've never shaved off any of this. <laughs> shave off the chin hair and boom. Charles, like this is nine years of growth. Dog, this is 27 years of hard work Sounds right like you need more cum on your pillow. No, that's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Uh, also, what was really fucked up, going back to the human trafficking as an issue and prostitution legal, which is the other thing where they said all those cases where it's, you know, they use that acronym NHI, or not acronym, acronym is when you spell something, right? Anyway. They say the term NHI. Is that is that what it's called? And it was the no human involved. When they're talking about all the Jane Doe's with those prostitutes, like that shit was fucked up. You're telling me with that going on TV, like they're like all these years, all these years, and they still didn't find out who at least who the other fucking woman in that room was with Dita. That's so insane. Yeah, and it's sad because you know what DNA technology has progressed so much. I guarantee if they had, like, took her DNA and, like, ran it through, like, a fucking database, they'd probably get a match. A relative match. Yeah, it's just fun. I mean, and you just think about it, because you're like, well, somebody's fucking daughter. Well, well yeah, think you about know? the, uh... Now, granted, you know, they probably weren't in the biggest situation, and, or biggest, best situation, maybe, maybe they're just not cared for, and that's why they're in the situation they're in, but it's still fuck up, man. There's still, still people. There's still people. Yeah. But... Think about it like this. You remember the uh, the Golden State Killer? Yeah. You remember how they caught him? No. 
Well, oh, well, DNA became... Yeah, somebody yeah, in his family ran, like, did a uh, ancestry DNA yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, I remember now, yeah. That's how they got a fucking match. They kept his DNA from his attacks in, like, the 70s, and literally one of his family members was like, oh, I want to do an ancestry thing, find out what I am. And it literally matched the fucking DNA from the database that the police had, which was probably, like, state, like, countrywide, but that's how they fucking did it. It'd be your own fucking people. Yeah, it turned out to be like a fucking nephew or cousin or some shit. Like, be your own fucking people. <laughs> and it was like... You said, like, that's some good guy. That guy terrorized the state of California. For a while. For decades. <laughs> Snitch. I mean, could you imagine, though? Like, he, he, like, he thought he got away with that shit for so long. And then, literally in, like, 2018, they put him on trial. And he's, like, this old-ass fucking dude. He looked miserable. <laughs> Well, just, I, I mean... Well, yeah, every person you kill, you collect your soul as, like, a, as a souvenir, and after so many souls, you just are miserable. Like, he looked like shit. Like, he well, aged he like looked, God is cheese. He looked evil, too. Like, you know, when you oh, just yeah, look pure at malice. face... In his eyes, it was like just, it was like the... There's nothing but just... The Night Stalker dude. ...evil in there. Yeah. But I was like... Did you mm-hmm. check that Did you check that out? The, uh... I'll Be Gone in the Dark at all? Mm-mm. I don't think so. No, I told you about it. You probably forgot two seconds after I told you. I did. Yeah. HBO. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. I gotta write it down when we get done. Uh. But anyway, what yeah. was I gonna write down? <laughs> so with uh, this dude though, Richard Cottingham. What did you think when he was like when they first discovered those first bodies? How he like cut off all their identifying features. I didn't have many thoughts at the time. I was just kind of like... You were like... All right. Were you just kind of like, oh, damn. Well, it's kind of par for the course when we're watching these programs. Like, oh, a fucked up thing. <laughs> you know? So it's kind of like, okay, what happened next? That's uh, Just... I mean, when, you, I, when you're watching a hundred of these... I, just, yeah. You know. Well, I always kind of take it like... I find it interesting because every single one of them are different. You know, like... Okay, well, all right. So give me... I guess I'm not following exactly what... Like, what was your thoughts on that? Like, when I saw how he was, like, killing them? Yeah. Like, what he was doing? I was like, okay, for, I was like, for one, I was like, dude's, like, mad fucked up. But also, at the sure. same time, I was like, does he have, like, a hate, like, this hate for women that's making him do that? You know what I mean? Because he was married. You're right. He, like, he was married. Children. Yeah, yeah had kids your, and everything. Hate your wife that much? Like, he... I guess he started his first killings at, like, 21 years old, which is insane. But I was, like, yeah. just thinking about what what went through his mind when he was, like, was he just, like, at home one day and he was just, like, I'm going to go find a prostitute and cut her fucking head off and her feet and her, like, hands, and then I'm going to burn the bodies a little bit. That's, like, that's like one of them thoughts you just randomly would pop in your head and you're, like, I'm just going to shove that away. Like it's like when you're driving, you're like, I have to stick my phone out the window. Yeah, like, it's like, and just, you're like, eh, probably shouldn't. Well, that's but yeah. See, that's that's like a normal like dumb. Well, it's like if your mind's an etch, if your mind's an etch a sketch. Yeah. Like that thought gets drawn, and then and then, and then you just, like, <laughs> yeah, like you just shake that out real quick. <laughs> like you like, just sit there, you just like your mind's like, I should find a prostitute and cut off all of its hands and head. Cut off all the feet, identifying features, and then you're just like, nah. <laughs> like that that doesn't go through like a normal person's mind. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I was like, and then him taking the time to do that and him also doing it 
well, not one, but two women in the same room. It's like, did he get them together? Or, like, how did he do, you know, how did he go about doing that? Right. But I was like, cutting off somebody's head and their hands and their feet and stuff, like, just dismembering their body in general, is, for one, tedious. Two, it's just kind of gross. And three, it's just fucking evil. Yep. Like, I, yeah, yeah. I could not imagine trying to cut somebody's head off. Like, I couldn't. You got a terrible imagination, though. But... If I if if it was like something, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Like, I just always find that a funny statement. Like, you can't imagine, like what you can't picture it. No, like, like I'm not I'm not squeamish, but just the no, thought I mean, of trying to like cut somebody's head off, I, like yeah, you can't fathom actually doing it. Yeah, right. Well, like, I mean, like for his for his idea, like his is like I, yeah. more of like a. I just find that can't imagine. It's like, well, imagine it right now. I I can see. Yeah, you fucking you doing that. Like I, I don't know. Oh, I guess I just I was like I. You I got just, a weak imagination, bro. That's I guess I guess you. when it comes <laughs> to this kind of shit, I guess I have a weak imagination because like my like when uh, someone so, like when someone has a loss and they're like I can't imagine. It's like you can't imagine losing your brother. Like I don't, I don't know. That's just like a goofy thing of me where it's like. Well, I it's think the like, reason that people well, say that... try! I think the reason people say I that... I know, is, it's a sympathy thing. I get yeah. it, I get it. I'm just saying, it's like, well, you got a lazy fucking imagination, oh. man, dude. I just find it a nonsensical phrase, that's all. Oh, okay. So basically, you're just being a cunt. You got the twinkle in your eye. Yeah, you, the, no, you had my twinkle. twinkle. No, you had my twinkle just now when you did that. <laughs> you don't even know what your twinkle is. You're always like, like I don't, I don't know, I don't know what it is. Am like, I you're gonna that? tell me because I have it. Then Dakota's like, do the twinkle, <laughs> and it's like, I can't, <laughs> I can't just do the shit on command, bro. Do the twinkle. He's like, uh. it was, it's there. It's, it keeps on coming and going. I would just fucking suck. Yeah, they do. I, I just, I guess it's uh. So that was just more of an imagination joke to me. Gotcha. It was like, bitch, you got a terrible imagination. Yeah, it's obviously a poor imagination. Yeah. Uh, no, I just, I just couldn't imagine. Like, well, try. All right, anyway. Like doing okay. it in like a self-defense kind of thing. Hey, so can you imagine? Yeah. You know, I can imagine most things. Yeah. Like you know, like imagine like uh, fighting like Negan's people from like Walking Dead or something. Like those are like bad people. So yeah, like yeah, yeah. cutting off somebody's head in that kind of instance, like. I don't know different. that that's my first instinct, but yeah, I give it to be like, <laughs> like I don't, well, a from a show, and she's just like headshot, headshot, well, headshot. Well, sure, sure. <laughs> and those swords better be sharp as fuck, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. One whack and done. You don't, you don't want to get stuck. No, yeah, because I mean, there's yeah, a lot well, of yeah. <laughs> you go up there, kill people. You're like, okay, and you like knock them out, and then it's like, well, why don't you just go to the next person? You're sitting there sawing somebody's head off. You're like, gotta like, just move on. Just gotta move make on. a point. You killed him. You're like, gotta, no, 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 gotta kill, gotta, gotta cut make every point. head off. Mm-hmm. I just that was a dark moment in that show when they fucking like all of a sudden is that one episode they found out where Negan's people are. They didn't realize that Negan had this fucking huge, nation practically huge following. Um. And they go to that one hideout. The satellite outpost they had. Yeah. And they just start killing people in their sleep. And yeah, was like, that was Whoa, dark. Whoa, that was fucked. Like, we just went to a new level. That was dark. That was like serial killer dark. Damn, yeah, I was like, Jesus. Speaking of which, do you think that technically everybody in that kind of world would be classified as a serial killer? Because the body counts are high enough. No, I don't think that those people would be called a serial killer. I think, I, I think what you're pretty much getting back to is... So what 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 brings us above animals? Not much, right? Is the fact that we have civilization. We don't have to hunt for food. We don't have to. Uh, well, I mean, you know, somebody does, right? Somebody's got to kill, really kill the. I mean, they're all right. Like, they're not. Yeah, they're 
raising all the animals and then slaughtering them. Uh, but I guess what I'm saying is, we're not animals. Like, we have houses. We don't use the bathroom outside. We don't, you know, we don't have to kill for territory and all this shit. Yeah. I mean... I mean, I'll kill you and take your house, but, you know, that's a different story. Do it. Let's go. I think, I mean, we kind of kill for territory. No, I, I think I just, I think that puts us back in that... You, you become closer to it. Like, we basically, in Primitive. that apocalypse set, in, a, in that apocalypse setting, we've just taken a couple steps back. To, like, caveman days. humanity, yeah. Hunter-gatherers, that's kind of right. what it was. Yeah, we've reverted back to some animalistic instinct type shit. That's fair. Oh, let's, tr- well, let's uh, try it out. Let's uh, let's make uh, society collapse right now. All right, uh, give me a rating, buddy. Did you even watch it? I did. I'm surprised. Did you? Or are you just assuming? Just like, yeah, he's been quiet this whole time, so I just kind of assumed he, he wasn't. He can't breathe or see. His nose is <laughs> the size of a basketball. <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking congested. And, like one eye keeps on saying squinted closed because like I want to sneeze, but I can't sneeze. Yeah, it's, it's a whole mess. Um. I don't know, it was six five. Like it, it was, it, it was interesting. It was more interesting than uh, what's the Korean one we watched? Raincoat Killer. Raincoat Killer. Yeah. Um, I liked it better than that, but so, I don't think I, boobs. I don't think I'd watch it again though. One no boob bonus. I mean, there's a, the boob bonus is factored in. But there was black and white, so you're kind of like, yeah. Yeah, nipples a nipple. Nipples. I was about to say a titty's a titty, buddy. Yeah, titty's a titty, nipple a nipple. I mean, you pause it to right frame, you can off to it, so. Well, then. So, okay, so you'd rank it. I don't know, I know personally, I would rank the three we've watched. Night Stalker, Times Square. Wait, did we watch something else? No, we didn't yet. We didn't watch. We've only watched three. I would personally Night, go Night Stalker, yeah. Times Square, Ranko. Night Stalker's up there. Night Stalker's number one for the one we watched. That one was probably the most interesting one. Mm-hmm. And most engaging, too. Like, I felt like... It was. There was just a lot of information that was thrown at us that you could just go off of. Well done. Yeah. You know, how long was that fucking podcast we did for that one? That was a while. It was like, what, hour 40 something? I'd have to go back. I don't know. It was, it was like an hour it was, 40 It was something. a long yeah, podcast. Spent a, spent a minute, yeah. It threw a lot of information. We did a lot of talking points. Whereas this one, if there was some information... But like not as much information. It was a no, lot. Of, it was a lot, lot more dialogue. about prostitution. Just yeah, it was a lot more irrelevant. I mean, that's basically why my opening question was like, so should prostitution be legal? Is Martin Otis a bad guy? You know that kind of thing. Would you buy a prostitute? <laughs> yeah, Charles, what's your ranking, buddy? Uh, I would give this one like a six five. I definitely don't think it was as good as like. The Night Stalker or Ranko Killer, but so you thought Ranko Killer is better than this? I think Ranko Killer is better than this. Okay, I you really liked it. I really liked Ranko Killer because of his. He was more sophisticated than both of them. Still, but, like, don't understand how he was called the Ranko Killer. Didn't wear a fucking raincoat until the very end when he was arrested <laughs> and they, he took them to like the which didn't make sense to me. But anyways, we'll, we'll we're not gonna go there. But, <laughs> and I'm okay. It, no, so I'm gonna call, yeah. call you the white tea killer. Like I wore a white t-shirt once. I'm like white tea killer. Yeah, it's it's some it's fucking silly. Um, no, for the reason that I like the don't like this one as much is because I felt like yes, Night Stalker and Times Square or the uh, Raincoat Killer had more information given. I also felt like personally, like you have Night Stalker being like number one out of the three that we've watched, and you as well. For me, it's Raincoat Killer and Night Stalker because 
I found him personally more interesting than the Night Stalker. All I know... I felt like he was more sophisticated. I felt like he put more thought into his actual work and stuff. You know, he was, like, way more intelligent about shit. Like, the whole forensic countermeasures stuff and everything he was doing. And then the show gave, like, a shit ton of information as well. Whereas I feel like this yeah, one was just, just focused on It just bored me and it... I don't know. I so. Night Stalker take, kept you much. engaged, I feel like. I think Night Stalker was shorter. No, it did, it? no. It, like, uh, was it only three no. episodes or was it four? Night Stalker was four and they're all over an hour. Were they both Whereas, four? like, Raincoat, I felt like you could have just had, like, an hour and a half feature and you could have just been done. Like, I felt like they just... Yeah. Like, like, I felt like Raincoat Killer just kept throwing a lot of the same information out at you. And at random times, too. Right. Mm. Maybe, I don't know, but would you say production-wise, Raincoat Killer was better than Night Stalker? Because I felt like Night Stalker was the best production. Night Stalker, as production, yes. But as like far as documentary that I was interested in, sure. for the person themselves. Right, so we're, what we're yeah. doing is rating a program. Right, yeah. You know I'm I mean? rating it on a completely different thing. You don't do that. We're rating programs. This is a free fucking country. He's like, I'm rating. It's not a free podcast. It is. I mean, it's free to get. You can tax this dig, motherfucker. I'm the dictator. (laughs) All right, man. Three point. He said, three percent of inches. Three percent of inches. Three percent of inches. Well, for Charles, three inches, motherfucker. Got ten inches done there. What would that be? Hundred inches. Or, yeah, 30, 30, 30% tax, yeah. yeah. Got 100. <laughs> he's got a fucking 100-inch dick. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> he's, got, he's got a big, he's got a big fucking hose reel. He's just like, man. Uh, that would be insane. He's like, yeah, I'm, I volunteered at the fire department. I volunteered at the fire department. <laughs> I drank a lot of water. So. All right, yeah, I'll it, probably give it a six as well. Sorry, all right, sorry. Is it, uh, just me or is it the, the, the guy, what was his name again? Richard Cottingham. Doesn't it look like you just be your typical high school principal? Yeah, but see, that's the thing that's weird about, like, serial killers is, like, most of them don't look like they would be somebody you'd be worried about. Like, this dude looked, like, fucking harmless. (laughs) Like, Ted Bundy, he was a pretty boy. And then the BTK killer was a fucking uh, pastor from a church. Send it to me, God, with a one-way so, ticket. Yeah. Same day shipping. Same day shipping. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, content Crisis. At Content Crisis 1 on Twitter. Uh, content Crisis Hotline, Yahoo.com. Uh, thank you for listening. Let's go eat.